The Shark Man podcast is a nine-part series produced by the Brotherhood of the Shark. The following podcast contains magical thinking and silly language. Listener discretion is advised. Dear listener, there are many difficult and grueling jobs, but few come close to the running of a dinner theater, especially on the Oregon coast, where people pride themselves on nautical culture, cast iron cookware, and high quality cheeses. It is in Ham's Spaghetti Dinner Theater where we find ourselves at the top of this chapter. This restaurant turned play space was started by a shark brother with a flair for the dramatic and a keen ability to sense the actions of the future. Our team of gallant adventurers happened into a dark theater to see a chubby-cheeked man painted with more makeup than any stage actor has the right to wear. He held a skull in one hand while wearing a toga and stood on an empty black stage delivering the final intense scene to an eager audience surrounded by aquariums filled with lobsters, tropical fish, and eels. It was quite a gaudy sight. Blood, 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 blood and more blood and sea. And that concludes my one-man show of Hamlet 2, First Blood. Thank you so much. Please tip your bartender and sail safe on your way home. Good night, folks. Wow, people are clearing out of here faster than a sashimi special on a sushi table. I didn't think the performance was that bad. FYI, Dewey, this guy might hate you. Why? Did he read some of my nautically-themed short stories? Nah, he always figured his family should have been the heir to Grenger. <gasps> Goodness gracious, look what the sea turtle dragged in, Brother Grissom. Hello, Brother Ham. It's been a long time. Not long enough. I see you're finally letting bygones be bygones. My sweet, sweet mother taught me to hold grudges until my dying day, which I assure you won't be for a very, 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 All right. very long time. What do you want, my shark brother? I need the book of brothers. Oh? But why, brother Grissom? Are you getting lonely in your old age? I need to put the gang back together. It's time to reunite the shark brotherhood. The brotherhood? But it is finished. Done. Dust. Finito. Tell me, who are these fine people you have with you? Deaf mutes? They say nothing. They tip even less. We didn't even buy anything. Remember Lopan? Of course. How could I forget that lilac skin, the seaweed hair, the tall stovepipe hat with an embroidered moon on the front? He is the reason the Brotherhood broke up. Well, he's trying to get his fins on the Chondirac, and we gotta stop him. Well, stop him then. You're the big, strong brother Grissom, who doesn't need any help from anyone else. Not me, not brother Oracle, just you and the beautiful van. What a lovely year. I regret selling it to you every day. There's another thing. This is Dewey. Dewey, dorsal fine. But I thought the whole litter had... (laughs) My, you're not very strong, are you? You certainly don't look like a sharkling, and you have a terrible haircut. Ugh. Look at this. This hair is so predictable. 
It's hair everywhere you'd expect. Can you stop touching my hair? Listen, I don't really know Grizz, but I have seen what Lopan does to people, and someone needs to stop him. Well, you think because you are a Grendula heir, you can stop him all by yourself? I don't think I'm a Sharkling. How would I even know? There is only one way to truly know. Dewey, you will have to take the shark test. The Oracle took Dewey by the hand and led him to a small office behind the bar. Photos of Audrey Hepburn, Barbara Streisand, and the cast of Cats adorn the brightly painted shiplap walls. At the back of the room was a small wooden desk, just like the one Dewey had in primary school. Dewey sat down, and the Oracle produced a small test booklet and a Scantron answer sheet from one of his many pockets. What is this? It's a standardized sharkling test. It will tell me if you're the chosen one or just a common granular runt. Did you bring a number two pencil? Uh, no. I didn't really know I was going to be tested. Tisk tisk. Unprepared, eh? Typical dorsal fine. Blistering barnacles, Brother Ham. Shark expecto patronum. My test. You turned it into glitter. We don't got time for crop uppy games like this. Dewey is the shark man. I promise you that. Oh, Grizz. How's Mako these days? <laughs> Still chasing dolphins in her dreams? Or are you keeping her under wraps? <laughs> did, did you see what I did there? <laughs> That's my business. Just give me the book. Farewell. Here, take it. The book of brothers. Brother Grissom, I wouldn't expect to find anyone. Alive, that is. <laughs> Everyone listed in that book is as old as the coral reefs. And the coral reefs are very old. Also, take these two drink tickets for any evening performance. Wonderful for a date night. Valid only with meal purchase. Date night? Jack? Nora, it's okay. But there's four of us. Five if you count Mr. Frizz. Let's get out of here. If you ask me, that man is hiding something. He's just set in his ways, that's all. Tadpole, it's time to grow some legs and hop on home. But, Mr. Grizz... I think I could be more help than you realize. Oh yeah? You got a magic wand like me? No. Are you the shark man like Dewey? No, Mr. Grizz. You a real bookworm know-it-all like her? No, sir. Then what can you do? <laughs> well, frisbees, sir. I'm the most dangerous man with a frisbee in the Tri-County area. Allow me to introduce to you Mr. Frizz. Frisbees? <laughs> they say he can take the gills off a guppy from a hundred yards. At a fisherman's gallop. Anyone can take the gills off a guppy. I didn't just clean your ship so you could send me home. I'm going to be helpful whether you like it or not. Well, you got the spirit of a shark, but the body of a blowfish. Just don't get in my way. You or your fish chum frisbees. You won't regret it, Mr. Grizz. Frisbee frizz. This is our time to shine. If you boys are done bonding, maybe we can go over the plan. The plan. We go through this book and put together a team of die-hard sharklings. Find the Shondarak and save the world. First member on the list, the Squirrel. He lives in an incredible park just outside of the Ghost Forest. A fun place to visit for the whole family. Quick, to the boat. Here we are. Oh my gills! That incredible park is on fire! Well, 
Looks like we'll have to go to the next member on the list. The Toy Maker. He lives in an amazing, fantastical toy shop. Oh my sea stars! That amazing, fantastical toy shop is on fire! Well, next on the list, the Vacuum. He lives in a shop that provides the greatest deals on home appliances and cleaning supplies on the whole western seaboard. Oh my swimming sharks! That vacuum shop is on fire! Well, looks like we'll have to go to the next member on the list. The pizza guy. He lives in a pizzeria that has the best pizza on the Oregon coast. Oh, good. That pizzeria is not on fire. Yeah, but there's a sign here. It says, We've moved locations. You can find our pizzeria right across the street on the other side of 12th Avenue. If you're reading this sign, it's right behind you. Oysters and clams! That pizzeria is on fire! Chum sucking barnacle lovers. Is anybody else noticing a pattern here? Why don't you ask your Frisbees what's going on? I did, and he says he doesn't know. Right, Mr. Frizz? Are there any more names in that book? One more. Old Fire Eyes McGee. It's a pretty short book. But there's no address listed. Don't need one. I know where he lives. Fire Eyes raised me. Let's go. Our heroes arrived at the front porch of a quaint old cottage nestled in the middle of an ancient overgrown forest. Outside, lilacs and lavender had been meticulously planted by a gardener with a clear love for flowers. Grizz stepped up to the front door, but before he could knock, an old man stepped out with a broad smile on his face, crumbs of a delicious scone falling from his beard, and large Coke bottle glasses over his gray eyes. I'll be a humpback whale, Brother Grissom. Oh, good to see you, you old salty fish stick. Give me a hug. Oh boy, you smell like rotten shrimp. Same old fire eyes. And this is Dewey. Dewey dorsal fine. Grendulous air. But the the nursery was destroyed, and the whole litter was burned alive. I managed to save one of the brood. Kept him hidden all these years. Well, we don't really know. I could just be an ordinary person. Or maybe just a great writer. What about all the shark rain stuff, Dewey? And the photos from your physicals? Coincidence. Minor plot holes. Every good story has them. Good to meet you. Why, I remember when you hatched. <laughs> you had your mother's gills. I didn't hatch. I was born to a human mother with a physical form. I just never met her. Who are these other guppies? New shocklings? Nah, this is Nora Ventura. She cracked our shark code. If it wasn't for her, Dewey would still be safely undercover. I was lied to. Lopan used my love of solving mysteries and my keen sense of deduction to hurt my friends. And he killed my beautiful fiance. She's not kidding. That man was gorgeous. I can still taste his amuse bouche. Well, sorry I missed it. Who's this guppy? I'm Sam, and this is Frisbee Frizz. We're just here to help and maybe learn some cool shark magic. He wants to throw his Frisbee. It's not my Frisbee. Mr. Frizz chose me. Well, everyone's got their own special talent. Remember when you thought you would change the world through song, Brother Grissom? It could still happen. Tom Waits like my demo tape. Listen up. 
Lopan's trying to get his fins on the Shondarak. You haven't seen it, have you? Oh, I saw it just this morning. Come inside. If I had known I was going to have company, I would have cleaned up a little. Fire Eyes walked our cast of curious shark heroes up the stairs and into his aging cottage. Inside, they came upon a rustic fireplace, with a mantle above it covered in Fabergé eggs. The egg in the center of the display was larger and more ornate than any other. It looked like an overripe watermelon encrusted with priceless gems and seemed to glow with secret shark magic. Fire Eyes gently lifted the dusty relic and handed it to Grizz. I've kept it safe and sound, just like Grindula commanded all those years ago. All those years ago. Good. What do you say, Brother McGee? You ready to get them eyes back in action? Let me check. Shark pyroptical aluminium succrates. Wow! Shark magic! I've never seen a non-phosphorus orb shoot fire out of his eyes before. You get used to it. By Grindula, I've never been more ready in my life. This podcast was produced by the Brotherhood of the Shark. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review.